Welcome back to Inside the Nest, a.k.a. The Electric Factory. George Griffith, Bryce Gobert, Barkley Miller, Brandon Sutton here on this week's episode. We are right up Brandon Sutton's alley. It's all about offensive linemen. We are going to talk to offensive coordinator Grant Chesta, a former offensive lineman, and Zion Cantina coming up here on Inside the Nest. Welcome back to Inside the Nest. Once again, Jordan Griffith, Brandon Sutton, Barkley Miller, Bryce Gobert. This is kind of a recovery episode we missed last week. Just a bunch of scheduling conflicts. You know, that's what happens when you have three adults and then a student as well. Wow. Yeah, that was a shot. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. No, wow. Students kidding. are busy, man. Students are very busy. Thank you, and very busy. I appreciate hey, that. We had women's soccer start up last week exactly. here at Fifth Third Bank Stadium. So it's been a very busy week. First week of fall sports starting up within the conference as well as Kennesaw State. Guys. School is back in session, and that means these student athletes, these football players here on the field right now, not only have to worry about the game, but also the classroom. For you guys, when you had to make that transition, was that something that was difficult for you, or how did that exactly happen during fall? Well, when, when you first come back into the school year, just having things starting back up, you've already been around, you've been on camp, well, uh, you've been in the facility, so to speak. Uh, you, so you've been practicing and whatnot, and the, the biggest change that you have to adjust to is not only having to go to practice, but also having to go to practice and go to class and do all these other things mixed in throughout the week. It, it's just one of those other, the next, uh, one of the next levels of preparing yourself for the season and just making sure your body's ready and make sure you're mentally ready and just one of those things you have to go through and just prep yourself for. Yeah, I had a different motto than Sud. I, I don't think I was, you know, quite like him just the studious one I didn't come here to play school you know what I mean <laughs> oh no that's a complete joke uh my I'm pretty sure those were the same words you texted me I last did week. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I got that I text did. last week I, I didn't come here to play school um you know famous quote from good old 12 gauge Cardell Jones but no Kennesaw State that is definitely not the standard here you have to make grades to play um school's a very important part these guys come here for a degree but it the hardest part to me transitioning from camp to school was just that added aspect, right? Because you get used to camp, you got meetings, you got lifts, you got practice, and, you know, your body's tired, you're mentally tired from learning the new plays and the new defenses getting installed, et cetera. Then you add on top of that school class and studying and getting your homework done. A big thing for these freshmen is study hall. Um, they're going to hate it, but it is honestly one of the best things that they can do. Go to study hall, get it in, make sure you're productive during study hall. That's a huge part of it. Now, at Kennesaw State, if you maintain, what was it, over a 3-0 yeah. over two semesters, you got out of study hall. I was lucky enough I never had to go back. I don't remember if you had to go back or not, so I didn't Never think so. went back. Yeah. Never we, went back. we didn't have to go back after our freshman year, but honestly, to me, that locked in just that amount of time that I had to spend on school every day in between practice, in between meetings, and it helped out for the rest of the year. And one more thing, JG. A lot of these guys are, especially these young guys, are going to come to find out that being productive in the classroom and study hall is going to be very beneficial to them, not just on the field, but coming up pregame mm. <laughs> in every pregame meal. Yep. As many people know, that is how we do things at Kennesaw State. Yep. It's not by alphabet. It's not by position. It's by your GPA level. Yep. So before every meal – Coach Bohannon will read out the GPA list. If you got a 4.0 or 
or above for some people that we've seen. <laughs> and you get to eat first. And then he just sits there and reads everybody's <laughs> GPA out oh, oh, he, he'll one call you out, by man. one. Who, who was wow. it last year that ate last every single um, every single pregame meal? It, 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 Coach Bowen called him out. I, I, he had I to leave him unnamed. Yeah, we're going to leave him unnamed. You remember who it is? No, I don't. I he don't. had a zero GPA. We interviewed him on this. Okay. I have just no clue. Now everybody has to go watch every previous episode <laughs> to try to figure out who we're talking about. Add me on Twitter with his name because I don't remember who it was. I just, I just remember we asked him about it on the podcast, I believe, and he was like, yeah, that's true. I was like, oh, gosh. I, I didn't come here to play school now. Price. <laughs> you're trying to give me I, – I don't know how gotta, we're going to pull this out. i got to turn to you. You know what? You're also a student, a broadcast student as well. How's the adjustment been for you being back in school? You know, we I moved in on Sunday night. School started on Monday morning, so I didn't really have that much time to adjust. But the adjustment was hard. Um, the first week was just busy with everything. You're kind of getting your body back used to a normal sleep schedule, and for these guys it's been kind of like that as fall camp has begun. But getting that sleep schedule, making sure that – you get everything done, having a list of making sure, again, just check this off, check this off, check this off, and maintaining a schedule, I think that's been the most important part. But it hasn't been too bad. But for these guys, I mean, you got practices all the time on top of school. Like Barclay said, it's got to be difficult. For me personally, I don't know how these guys manage it. I don't know how y'all did it. Uh, it was. It's not. A, it's a very hard task. That's, that's the first thing I say. Barkley, sh- spot on the dark question for you. Yeah. When did you get more sleep? During camp? Or when school started? During camp. Really? You no, think so? Dude, one, no doubt. I, you got to think. I was one of those guys, unfortunately, my entire career here. I was a had-to-be-at-treatment, uh, mandatory treatment everyday guy. And guess when treatment was? 6 a.m. It didn't matter if it was in camp or the off-season. I was in there with good old Philip Young at 6 a.m. in the morning doing treatment. And that started from my freshman year on. So four years of that. So it, it camp, I got more sleep just because I was able to go to bed earlier because I didn't have to study for Kim or whatever else I had going on. So, yeah, I did. I got more sleep during camp. Well, Barkley was one of the unfortunate ones. So <laughs> yeah. uh, us, yeah. us normal guys that weren't hurt all the time, JK. <laughs> you know, no, I mean, <laughs> you're right, though. If you looked at my – so they have body – if you look uh, and you pull up a player profile from the uh, training point of view, they have like a body scan, right, and it will highlight – it's green, red, or orange, and it depends on, like, the severity of energy or whatever, injury and, like, where it's at. Pretty much the whole left side of my body was red, and then it was just orange everywhere oh else. Gosh. I mean, it, 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 it was like that sometimes, you know. See, Barkley, you, you, you mentioned you were a morning person. That's just another reason I couldn't be on the football <laughs> team. I – Nighttime is my time to work. Oh, you man. wouldn't survive a week. Heck no. no. You no. wouldn't live a week. Got to be a morning person if you're going to play at KSU, man. Nope. Couldn't do it. Well, I will tell you, as someone who has recently graduated, the first week for me was actually always the easiest. That's celibus week. Oh, you're yeah. sit, you're yeah. sitting in it there is. for a cool 45 minutes or not hour even. 15. Which I, yeah, exactly. Whoa, yeah. whoa, A lot, whoa, a lot of whoa, teachers. Hold, hold, hold up. What about, what about the yeah. – <laughs> <laughs> What about the teachers that pop out a test for celibus week? Do you ever have that? I had three. I had like a syllabus quiz? Yeah, during, during my time at Kennesaw State, yep. I had three where we showed up and they handed out a quiz – to make sure you read the syllabus before your first day. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, no, I I, I believe I've had that once. I think I dropped that class. <laughs> <laughs> you no, walked in, you're like, yeah, not a shot. No, there's no, there's no way. I'm you were here that. to play broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Classic broadcast transfer. I just sat on the end of the bench to boost everyone else. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> well, guys, we have offensive linemen on the podcast here this week and talking to you guys, both being linemen, one offensive and defensive. This is a lineman podcast. We established that last year. If you had listened, Bryce certainly didn't, but anyone else who did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be all, uh, You know, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm okay with you're it. The, you're the lone student. I just I have to take it shots. Happens. Also, this is the last week without Nolan Alexander. He will be this back in the office Thursday, so I got to get my shots in right now. I don't know exactly what it's going to be after this. So can't wait for Nolan to get back here on Inside the Nest. But back to the linemen. Guys, what exactly made you want to be linemen, if that even happened, or what attitude or characteristics does it take to play at that level? I, I think I got this one, Barclay. Go ahead. <laughs> JG. Turns see. to me slowly. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be a lineman. <laughs> That's true. You're born a lineman. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, like defense. It, it is. It's just like defense, <laughs> just another step. Yes. And, Brandon, you hit that on the head because I was going to say the same thing. And, 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 and a true trademark line that's heard across the Kennesaw State uh, offensive line room and many other places, once you reach the offensive <laughs> line room, that's it. You're not going anywhere else. What does Coach Justin say? Last stop? Last stop. That's <laughs> your last ride. He's like, if you don't make it here, you're not playing football anymore. <laughs> once, once you get sit down to the OL room, you're, hey, it's time to pack on some weight, get big, and get ready to move some big uglies. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's true. And in, in, in honestly, being an I mean, it's about so much. It's about just uh, being able to just come together with four other guys and just be able to work together, all be on one heartbeat and just all have the same goal and just being able to picture and just work together to achieve that goal. And that's what uh, Coach Chestnut and these guys have been able to do so many different years in a row. He's brought uh, so many different offensive line groups, uh, much like our group. He brought us all together, and he just showed us how to work as a team and just work as brothers and become one, become a group that is able to achieve and win at a high level. Yeah, I mean, you you, you definitely hit the nail on the head right there. So that's uh, – that is the embodiment of being a lineman. You know, all the hog mollies, big nasties, whatever you want to call them, they all wear it as a badge of honor if yeah. you ask them. Everybody's proud to be a lineman. Um, and it does kind of come in part of it, it It sucks, and you embrace the suck. And that, it just they're tough. Every lineman is a different breed. That's why everybody in that room is so tight. You get along, and you can't really relate with anybody except for if you're on the D-line with the O-line. If you're on the O-line, the D-line, that's why it's kind of funny. You see them always, especially here, we always hung out. The D-line and the O-line was very intertwined, and we're the ones getting after each other with at practice and everything. I think it's just that mutual respect you build, though. Um, it's a big part of it. And, yeah, Brandon is right, though. Nobody chooses to be a lineman. I got a taste of not playing line my senior year of high school. I played linebacker, and it was – I was like, oh, my gosh – this is so much more fun. Maybe I could play linebacker in college. And it's like, no, no. You're going to actually play defensive tackle, son. Okay. Yeah, great coach. I appreciate that. The most glamorous position of the it, 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 You're right. Who doesn't want to grow up to be a D tackle? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you ask all these little kids, well, you want to play when you get up. It's not quarterback. It's not, you know, safety. I want to play. Coach, I want to play three technique. Yeah. <laughs> they want to move some big uglies. Hey, yeah. You're, if, you're right. if you meet that kid in a dark alley, you need to turn around. Yeah, that, that kid, <laughs> he's demented <laughs> at, a, at an early age. <laughs> it, it, you don't, though. You don't choose the life. It, it's chosen for you. But I think – Personally, I'm a little biased about this. I think it's the best life to be in. I mean, it definitely gets you ready for the real world real quick. And not only that, I mean, come on now, there is a little bit of glory to being a big nasty, especially on defense. I mean, you get to make some sacks. You get to make some big plays. You party even harder than the linebackers because they get to do it all the time. So, unlike them, it's the opposite for the O-line. <laughs> uh, there, there's there's not a lot of glory that can come to you, but there sure are a lot of negatives. 
<laughs> what do you mean, dude? You always get your name called whenever they call you for a flag. Holding. Yeah. Yeah. False yeah. start. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> hey, but you know what? You, you flat back somebody on a giant run play. You know what they're saying? Go running back, go running back, go running back. But you know what? When we get to film on Monday, you know who's loving that tape? Coach Chestnut. Coach Chestnut and Coach Cook. Yep. Eating it up. Eating it up. Ah, ah, loving it. The definition of glamour. Well, a great transition into our interviews. We will talk to offensive lineman Zion Katina and Grant Chestnut here on Inside the Nest. Today tastes like movie night. Okay, whose turn is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, pizza and Coke. Today tastes like front row seats for all. Like cushions and popcorn. And counting the seconds. Today tastes like a slice of the action. Like we belong here and now. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. Welcome back to Inside the Nest. Coach Chestnut, nice enough to join the podcast. Coach, how's the offense looking so far? Well, it's been good. It's been very encouraging, um, you know, from the start of camp through now in preseason uh, phase. You know, the best part about it is their attitude's been great. You know, the guys that really have uh, come out every day and worked. You know, we've had the only bad day we really had was yesterday, and, and they rebounded. They came back with a greater sense of urgency and purpose today, which is really encouraging. Um, you know, I think, uh, as I said a moment ago, the – the most encouraging thing about this group offensively this year, um, they seem very determined uh, to maximize themselves. And, uh, you know, we got a long way to go. You know, it's still early in the season, and we still have a lot of growing uh, that, that needs to be done, a lot of improving. Um, but they do. The guys uh, have a great attitude. Um, there's a lot of chemistry um, that I think uh, will only get better as we go. So, it's again, it's been very encouraging. Mm -hmm. So, Coach, I, I heard you uh, hit on hit on it right there. Just uh, when, while we were here, we always preached on uh, stacking days, stacking days. But uh, I, I I always did notice we we got some of our biggest growths between us as as teammates and as uh, just our bond as boys. Just after those bad days, sometimes after you guys had to get on <laughs> us a little bit, and just yeah. really get us going, right. and get us shifted right. in the right direction. Right. But <laughs> yeah, absolutely, sometimes you got to define the relationship. You know what I mean? And uh, you know those those bad days are really just great opportunities for growth, right? And um, you know, and, and, you know, when those days come and, and, and you really get challenged, you know, you find out how great you can be, right? The only, only time you ever find out how great you can be is when you're made to be uncomfortable, right? <laughs> and, and like we say all the time around here, when, you know, when you're getting stretched uh, further than, 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 you know, what you feel like you're capable of doing, that's when you find out just how great you can be, right? So that's always been the premise here, as you guys well know. That's always been how we go about our business. Um, you know, we want to come out every day and, and we want to make practice as hard as we possibly can so that the games are fun, right? And uh, in those moments when, when practice isn't going right, it is a great opportunity for growth. That's for sure. <laughs> yep. and, uh, and just uh, just continuing on with, with the growth and just uh, having just moving on from a few guys off of last year's team, uh, Jake Laster, uh, Will Nanafabu, just just continuing off that idea and just the growth. Have we seen any have you uh, have you been able to see much growth from these young guys filling in these spots? Yeah, you know, honestly, what what we've seen is, is actually some of the older guys to start with really doing a great job of stepping up and feeling that filling that void of leadership. Right. Uh, guys like Zion Katina, um, you know, Matt Olson, um, you know, they've, they've been around for a long time now. Seems like, you know, they've been here for 10 years. But um, 
but they're doing a tremendous job of, of grabbing hold of the flag, so to speak, and, and leading the charge, you know. And, and, again, I think that has a lot to do with what I was commenting on earlier. Um, the, the attitude is so much better than what we maybe have seen in recent years. Not that it was necessarily bad, but it's better. And, you know, and it has a lot to do with those guys, you know, their attitude of we're going to go out and we're going to work our tails off to make sure we're the best possible team we can be. Um, and so I'm very thankful for that and, very, again, uh, overusing the word, but very encouraged uh, by that. And no, I, oh, that, go ahead, that that's good to hear, Coach. Um, I'll pass it back to you a little bit, Brandon. <laughs> but no, that, that that's great to hear. And I I know from a defensive side of the ball, I was never fortunate enough, I guess is a word you would use, <laughs> to experience the offensive side. You know, the days that you guys were going to China or mm-hmm. et cetera, and y'all needed somebody like Malik or Zach <laughs> Mitchell or whoever to drag y'all along. Yep. But um, from the defensive side of the ball, you know. It, it always congealed you together, and it made that team tougher. Something you spoke about last year a little bit where that offensive line, they definitely came together. They were, you know, a force to be dealt with at the end of the year. But you said that you always kind of hinted at that they were a little nice, you know. They, they were, they were yeah. nice guys. Yeah. Is this offensive line maybe a little bit more nasty? That's kind of where I'm getting a hint from yeah. you. Yeah, they are. We got a little bit more dog in us. Yeah. You know, we do, and it's encouraging, you know. And I think that has a lot to do with some of these guys that I've mentioned. Uh, guys like Zion and, and Matt Olson, um, a new guy, Mike Fangman, has a good attitude of, of toughness about him. Um, you know, we just got to get Mike out there a little bit more right now. He's been <laughs> dealing with some injuries. But um, but all the, that, that attitude of, of wanting to dominate and, and assert their will on people uh, is definitely more prevalent this year. And that's, uh, you know, obviously that's encouraging for the O-line yeah. coach, right? But um, they are. They're trying to play with uh, more confidence, which is really important and uh, more physicality and uh, like i said you know just some more dog about them so that that's that's good stuff you know we got a long way to go um i'll always say that this time of year you know but um but i i'm i'm excited that's for sure yeah no that's good to hear that gives me goosebumps man it gets me going <laughs> I, I love that you know we me and brandon we're, we're lucky we, we get to enjoy the battle in the trenches that we see on saturdays sure. where a lot of people just kind of yeah. get to overpass it yeah. but you know you're also the offensive coordinator mm-hmm. from your offensive coordinator point of view what position group has impressed you the most so far besides the offensive line? You know, honestly, that's a that's a tough question because, again, just the way that we've gone about our business, um, you know, the, the guys have been fairly consistent. I mean, I would actually say very con- consistent in nice. their work habits, you know. And, you know, I think uh, both Xavier and, and Murph are doing a great job at quarterback. Um, D'Lo is probably the most improved player on the offensive side of the ball from last year to now. And that's a big statement because there's a lot of guys that have improved tremendously, quite honestly. Um, Really encouraged by D'Lo, excited for him, you know. Um, But you can go into every room, you know. Uh, Tykeem Wallace has made uh, tremendous strides, you know. And I'm leaving guys out. It's not that other other guys haven't, but those are some guys that, you know, have made significant improvement from last year to this year. Um, You know, but, again, just the attitude of going about your business and trying to get better one rep at a time, it's it's been good. Yes, sir. So just uh, just continue off, uh, just just the continued progression of the offense throughout the year. Just looking forward, looking ahead towards next week, uh, a close game uh, coming up with the Sanford Bulldogs. What what is your first impression going back to Cybert Stadium for <laughs> after our last encounter? Yeah, there? that that was you know one of those games in the in the history of our program that you know definitely left a bad taste in our mouth. You know you had the whole lightning delay, and then of course we lost the game, and so you know we haven't won a game there and. Uh, you know, that's something that obviously is important to us to go back over there 
and, and take care of our business in better fashion. Uh, it's the first game of the season. It's critically important that we get off to a good start. And, and they're an outstanding football team with a lot of tradition. You know, they're a Southern Conference team. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that, that brings its own set of challenges. Um, you know, and, and their personnel has always been good, as you guys remember. Um, they always had some of the best personnel that we, that we lined up against, you know, and, and I don't anticipate it being any different this year. Coach, well, you have volleyball to get to. Yeah, I do. So we're going to go ahead and let you go. We appreciate you stopping by the podcast. Yeah, thank you guys very much. Always good to see you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, Coach. At Fifth Third Bank, we hold ourselves to a higher standard. Just look at our name, Fifth Third. Five-thirds equals 166.7%. So, according to the laws of mathematics, we are obligated to put 166.7% into everything we do. From our great customer service, to our security solutions, to providing you access to over 45,000 fee-free ATMs nationwide. This is banking a fifth-third better. Learn more at 53.com. Fifth Third Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to Inside the Nest. Zion Katina joins us here. 2022 A-Sun preseason all-conference selection. Zion, what are you looking forward to most this season? Uh, really, I'm just ready to get started. You know, it, it was nice to finally get a regular off-season uh, since COVID, uh, but it was a little bit longer than I remember. Um, what was our last game? December, something like that. So I'm really just excited to get started. I think we got like nine, eight days left. Um, I'm ready to hit someone else that's not – on my team because I'm tired of seeing these <laughs> dudes every day. No doubt. But, yeah, I'm just ready to get the season starting going. You're, you're telling me you're tired of seeing Travis Bell and Desmond Scott? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. believe it. Yeah, it's – yeah, they, they get a little old uh, after a while. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Well, in, in some memorial words right here that uh, you may remember from your freshman year that were said by one of our coaches, hey, hey, Zion, know, know what you can do with that, do with that All-American award? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna finish. <laughs> yeah. You remember it. Yeah, you remember. I remember. It. I remember. <laughs> but <laughs> just looking forward coming into this year, man. How exciting is it to be one of these leaders on this team? One of these, uh, one of these upperclassmen. One of the people just leading the charge going into the year. Yeah, it's fun. It's 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 different. It's crazy just thinking about how how like I'm already here. Like this this will be my fifth year. Been here since 18, and I know just like every year it goes by so quick that like I remember I think it was early in the summer when me and like Matt Olson, Terrell Paxson were talking. We're like, dang, like we're like we're the older guys now. Like we're not the the freshmen. We're not the you know up and comers. And we got through COVID and all that. And it's like, dang, like this, like it's us now. So it's been a lot of fun uh, being the older guy and having like being able to pass some some wisdom and some stuff off to the younger dudes. But it's it's been a really awesome experience. It's weird, isn't it? Though? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what was weirdest to me. It, it's whenever you're in the. You know, you're either in coaches' runs or you're in camp, and all those young guys are looking at you like, what do I do? And you're sitting there like, man, I remember I was there like a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, it's it's crazy. Um, but it, I'll tell you what else, uh, what I appreciate about KSU, how much you grow as a person and as just like, a, you know, a person in society in general throughout your time here is amazing if you look back at your growth. Um, something that I always see on your Instagram story that I love, you always do the clean up KSU thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that's awesome, man. You know, oh, I, I love it. Yeah. Stuff like that is just ingrained into us here at Kennesaw state. And it means so much more. You're going to appreciate a lot of this stuff and be able to look back on it after you graduate and whenever you get a job and a wife and all that stuff, man, it's, it's going to be awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. I could, I can definitely say like these, these past four or five years that I've been here, I, I can definitely say that I've had the most like personal growth. 
outside of football in these last four years than I had in any other period of my life. Yeah, sure. yeah. Well, going back to inside of football yeah. also, what? how do you feel – we asked this to Coach Chestnut as well – how do you feel this offense as a whole has grown throughout camp and so far this year? It sounds like he's very impressed with the offensive line. It's not like you guys are nasty getting after it out there. Who stood out the most to you, and what are you most excited about Thursday night, next Thursday against Sanford? Uh, one of the guys that stood out to me was uh, Nathan Wright. He's one of our, our freshman tackles, uh, and we've we've had to put a lot on him early. Um, you know, some due to injuries, and some just like we, you know, we always have guys moving around. So a need. he's he's had to step up. Uh, and you know, as far as true freshman goes, he he's he had a good camp. Uh, Jordan Love had a really good camp. Excited for him. Um, but yeah, really, this this whole our whole unit, it's it's been really good to see. You know. The guys that have been here for the past few years, I think, have really taken a big step forward. And the young guys, as far as young guys go, we had a pretty solid camp, I would say. And this this preseason, we're we're still trying to work. All right. So just 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 being able to look at it from that perspective, once again, being the older guy. So you you're now that you're in the position I was in when you first got here on campus. Yeah. So what if there was one thing that you right now could tell a freshman Zion Katina, what would it be? I'd just be like, you're fine, like, get up. You know, <laughs> you know? as soon as anyone hits the ground, uh, get up, you're fine. And then, like, I remember when it was me, I was like, I think I'm dying. I was like, they, was like, they don't realize I think I'm dying. And now I'm the guy, I'm like, you're not dying, you're fine, get up, we'll be okay. Um, you know, that's everyone has their learning experience coming in here. But I, I think it's just, and Coach Chestnut tells us this all the time, is you're not as tired as you think you are. Always. You know, you've heard it's that a billion times. Uh, and even sometimes now I'm still like, no, nah, I think I'm pretty tired. But <laughs> it's, it, but he's 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 right though. Like, there's always that next year that you can push, and that's something that me and even the older guys are still working on. But that it'd be something around that. And and that's just one of those. Just building off of that, just that's just one of those things that just it's really hard to do whenever you're like going through practice it's right. just like hard to mentally get yourself there but once you're like in a game scenario you you're, you're it's crazy what you can find your uh, the will to make your body do right and just just so coming into next week's game against Sanford man just you have an opportunity to put something right back in uh what was it 2017 when we went there the first time? Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was 2017. Yeah, 2017. So we we were going – we were up. They had scored a touchdown, and then we got stopped by the rain. And it just offset the entire flow. It killed our momentum. Killed everything we had yeah. going into that game. I don't care what anybody says. If that rain delay didn't happen, we might have beat them by 20. I, yeah. If not more. I, I, I just <laughs> – I just. Not going to build off the pass. Yeah. But we uh, spoke to Coach Chesson about it as well, just – uh, just coming into this game, there's a lot of bad blood. Maybe not through, like, you see uh, our current record is 2-1 and one against them. Uh -huh. But to the coaches and former players of this team, going into that game, there's a lot of just memories and bad things that have happened yeah. there. And you guys have an opportunity that we would murder and kill for right, yes. to yeah. set yeah. things right. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So just, like, what are, what are your thoughts going into this game, not only it just being the first game this season, but it being, like, one of the uh, the first game to the last ride, the first game through uh, your next season, and just being able to set things right and finish them the way you want to finish them? Yeah, I, I'm excited because, you know, the, the only time I've seen Sanford was my freshman year when they came to us, but I wasn't playing that year. So this will really be the first time that I really get to see him and really get to play him. And, you know, one thing that we've already talked about, uh, might have been today actually, was we've never won there. 
Um, and that's, you know, they're one of the teams through the years where I know we haven't played them that many times, but they're one of the teams that come up a lot when we when we talk about, like, our history. And all, we always talk about we've never won there. So uh, it'll be a great opportunity to go out there and do something we haven't done yet. Um, and as being, you know, the home – or not the home opener, the season opener on a Thursday night, like, I'm really excited. I'm just ready to get going. You talked about it a little bit earlier on about how kind of coming into this season – you realize I'm in this leadership role. Yeah. How has that changed your preparation from seasons past and kind of looking forward to this season where, you know, now you're a leader? What does that entail for you? Uh, for me personally, it's just like realizing that, like, you know, there's, there's I have to worry about more than, like, just myself now. Like, kind of in the past, like, I was able to just whenever I was struggling, I could be like, all right, I just need to get my stuff right and take care of all that. But now, like, I still got to do that. But then on top of that, I got to bring the other guys along and, you know, we had we we had a bad day yesterday. At, we all did. I did. And you know, I talked to Coach Bo today. Whenever I came in, he was like, "When we're having days like that, like we need like the older guys. We need you to be able to pull people along." Um, so that's just one of the things is just having to take care of not just my own business, but then I got to help out everyone else too. Yeah. One last question for me, Zion. Yeah. Um, something that I wanted to ask about the B back room. Y'all lost Kyle Glover last year, and yeah. I know every time I ask the offensive lineman. And you're like, who do you like blocking for the most? They're always like, oh, the B-backs, you know? Yeah. And I think it's because they're in there in the trenches with y'all. Not only are they laying blocks, but, you know, they're getting those tough yards. Oh, yeah. How have they looked so far in camp, and how has Preston Daniels stepped up as, like, kind of the leader of the room, I guess? Yeah, it, it's crazy because he really is kind of the older the older guy in that room, and yeah. he's he's still kind of young. Uh, they've, they've, they've been really impressive, honestly. Uh, him, he's obviously been huge. Uh, Jordan Lay, which is probably a guy that a lot of people haven't heard from yet. I think he's going to have a good impact on our team. Uh, we got some good freshmen, uh, Rob Brown and uh, Eli Leotow. Um Excited for those guys too. Um, they they all play hard. We we just got to. I mean, it's just like the rest of the team. We just got to be able to stack days and you know really lock in when we're at practice because that's you know that's where it all gets done. But right. they've they've been good. I've I've been impressed by them. Good well, good to know. Zion, we appreciate you taking the time here to join us on the podcast. We wish you the best of luck this season and. Uh, Looking forward to call some games. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Thanks, Zion. Today tastes like movie night. Okay, whose turn is it to choose? And everyone's favorite hit, pizza and Coke. Today tastes like front row seats for all. Like cushions and popcorn. And counting the seconds. Today tastes like a slice of the action. Like we belong here and now. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. Welcome back to Inside the Nest. Just got done with our interview. Zion Katina and Coach Chestnut, nice enough to join us. Guys, what were your main takeaways from talking to both of those guys? Besides getting locked into the perch. Um, <laughs> we did just get locked into the perch. Had to get that unlocked. Listen, this is nighttime practices now. Everyone wants to go home. It's <laughs> yeah, dinner yeah, time. Yeah, it is. They, it are, is. they are urgent to get home, so they'll lock it in as soon as they possibly can. So. They basically said, you don't got to go home, but you can't, you can't stay, stay here. <laughs> well, you have to stay here because you're locked in. Yeah, there you go. But, no, besides that, it, honestly, it, I was already excited about Thursday. I'm excited to watch this offense, man. Right. That's the most – positive feedback I think I've ever heard from Coach Chestnut about an offense 
during he, the preseason. He he was almost giddy. Yeah, he was. He, he was so excited for this offense, and I think we all all are too after that. Man, I can't wait. And, and you know, <laughs> the offensive line, how they're apparently molding. I mean, Zion hit on it without hearing Coach Chestnut talk about it. They kind of said very similar things. It's almost like we were talking to, you know, the same person with how they were talking about the offense. They're both definitely very excited to get out there. I'm excited to see the B-back room. I'm excited to see the owl raid. Didn't ask about that yep. yet. Going to ask about that, you know, a little bit later. Hey, we asked uh, Xavier Shepard. He's going to put the ball in the air. He said, yeah. He said, absolutely. <laughs> That's all we need. That's yeah, all we need. At I mean, the end of the day, he gets the call in the huddle. You're right. <laughs> so, so, so I will say, guys, that that was one thing I was thinking about hitting on with Coach Chestnut, but to, to try to have him tell us about the wrinkles before the wrinkles are oh, put into the offense. That's he what I'm saying, guys. We got to get give him a little time, give him a little finesse. And also, I would have loved to keep him there for about a half hour talking oh, offense no with doubt. him. He had oh. a volleyball game. He did. Yeah, he did. He's a busy man. What kind of man am I to so keep him from his daughter's here's volleyball Here's the real game? question, JG. What are we going to do if, you know, Kennesaw State receives the first kick on Thursday night, you know, Shep runs out there, Zion, everybody, and they're just full on spread. I mean, obviously that's not going to happen, but that, that would be – I mean, oh my gosh! Well, I can promise you this: everyone in the everyone in the crowd, as well as everyone on the other side, including Sanford, they're going to be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be shocked. This is an electric opening for the Kennesaw State Owls on a it's, Thursday it's night. It's the electric factory. I mean, straight up. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we, we've had a long podcast already. We got locked in. Let's get it going. Let's get to to Would You Rather's World's Factor Fiction, a correct Factor Fiction. Yes, 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 it, yes, yes. Factor Fiction has been a very elusive beast so far in the podcast. Exactly. We just haven't quite pinned it down. We have this week. This is the week. This is the week. This, this right. is the last good dry look, run look before Nolan comments. gets back. Look at the comments. The fans are itching for it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We start with, right. and again, we always start with "Would you rather," and yep. then we say, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." I, right. I picked that up. I picked okay. that up. All right, go for Did it. You? Uh, okay. <laughs> First, would you rather? Would you rather? Kind of goes back to what we we're talking about at the beginning. Oversleep every oversleep every day for a week, or not getting get any sleep at all for day for four days. Oh my gosh, that's horrendous. It's a tough one. Well, I I think what is it? How many days can you go before you just? You die of not having. I think it's like having any sleep. I think it's like zero sleep. Yeah, I think it's like three. It's probably around three or four days. So I'm gonna go ahead and adjust that question and say it's probably like get an hour or two a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Still is miserable, and I'd rather oversleep um, and just apologize for it. That'd be fine. There's an old saying from where I'm from: nothing good ever happens after 2 (laughs) a.m. So you you give me (laughs) one hour sleep later and later. I I heard 10 p.m. It used to be midnight. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, nothing good happens past 4.30. I swear. <laughs> I swear, man. Nothing good. 4.31? <laughs> nope. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with JG. I'll, I would hate myself for it. But, yeah, oversleeping, man, I, I would hate that. But I, I think the toll of being late to things for a few days is less than what your body would feel after three or four days of a couple hours of sleep. No sleep, again, I think you die. Yeah, yeah. I, I seriously <laughs> I think, think you have, like, a physical breakdown right, or something. I think, like. it, I think it gets pretty extreme there. So I'll take. I'll certainly take and, the over And sleep. for, like, four days, you could, like, make up excuses for four days on why you're late. Right. Yeah. Tire. Yeah. Day one. That's easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Transmission day two. Dog ate your homework day three. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you guys are missing the key. The key. Thought one. it was AM when it was PM. Hey, oh, that's a good one. Four. <laughs> oh, I tested positive. Oh, sorry, not for the week. Not for the week. That way, you get all four days in one exactly. clean sweep. One exactly. clean sweep, nothing done, <laughs> no you, questions asked. You can asked. really confuse them. Just be like, I tested positively towards the negative side of the test. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they're complicated. There I like go. that. I, I'm gonna have to go with y'all on this one. I, I, I don't think I could function off no sleep. No, it's just br- it's too brutal. It is. I don't think it's, it's physically possible. 
All right. All right. Next this one. This is it. Next one. Oh, you got. Wh- uh, we, I thought we did two. La- no, we've been no, doing no. two. No. We've been doing two. Oh, no. Save it for Christ. next week. We've okay. Been, okay. 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 Christ. We've been doing two. Oh, we've oh, been doing two. Oh, but that's oh okay. God. Okay. All right. Fact or fiction? Okay. Do I have that right at least? Yes. Yeah. Okay, we are cool. a one would you rather podcast. <laughs> one would you okay. rather? <laughs> okay. First fact: the Goodyear blimp is the official bird of Rendano Beach. Second fact. Penguins have a top running speed of seven miles per hour. Where's Rondano Beach? Florida. I don't know. I don't know. I just made that up on the spot. I'm going to mm. – I mean, it's just so out there. I if think, it I is actually I'm, in Florida, I think the I think the blimp could be it. I'll, so I'll, I will give you guys a, a where it's at. I mean, so it, the it's, first, it's just so okay, out well, there. Okay, so you looking that up tells me that that one's fact. Because no, that, means that means well, well, that's what that's what that's what that's what No, I just asked the location of a beach. Yeah, Rin- it's in California. Oh, it's in California. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's in California. They right. Uh, what I'm saying is if it, if it were fiction, you would have just made it up. You wouldn't have even looked it up. I wouldn't have. Well, that's no. But if you think about it, think about the second question. Think about the second question. JG, how we did it last year, we would take, like, facts and, like, change up a little. Yeah. No, no, we wouldn't. You would. Right. This is a rookie here. Oh, this is first factor fiction. I'm going with the first one, undoubtedly. I think that's the fact. It's so Bryce, detailed have you ever been and to so random. Beach? I've never been to the West Coast. Okay. Please. So, uh, okay, so then how would he know? How would he know that's a beach? He Googled it. Up crazy it's facts. Google. Right, exactly. We look up Rick crazy facts, making it a fact. Ha, ha, ha. You might be onto something, Bo. Bob. You would it, not, it literally, if it were fiction, so you would not just make there, up though. Rendona Beach. So yes, you could. Exactly. That's why I'm sticking with that. You could look so up. Like, go ahead. Listen, what, what are you hey, going with? You, you can try and talk me out of it. All right, that's fine. I'm not going to try and talk so you How fast, I'm how the fast did these penguins swim? No, they run. They run. 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 Seven Top miles speed of seven miles per hour. So the phrasing of that question. I'm not sure if they can get that fast. Well, no. So, you know, they do the slide thing on the belly. That's not walking. That's though. not running. I mean, running. but like if they get up and move their feet <laughs> twice. Open your third eye, running. JG. If they get up and move their feet like twice is running though, right? Penguins I mean, are known for the waddle. No, All right. they're, they're, get known, up to they're known for their quick. I have seen the movie Happy Feet and I think they can do it. Matter of fact, I am I am as confident as ever that this that I am right on this one. Okay. More than any other fact or fiction we've ever yeah, done. Hey, good okay. for you. Um <laughs> Um, the most passive aggressive comedy <laughs> you could possibly have. Go ahead, son. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with JG here. I'm going to go with the blimp. Oh, my gosh. You guys are going to leave it up to me. Huh? Got to put you on an island, buddy. Sorry. Just like a penguin. I'll give you my Just answer. Like a penguin. What's your answer? <laughs> I mean, uh, gummy bear. Now, if you gummy bear. if you also agree with us and we're all wrong, Rice gets a point. I do. He's the leader I, so far. I, I know, and, and I do agree with you guys because, like like we said last week, it's just so crazy and so out there that has to be it. Um, but, like, I want to go with the penguin. <sighs> you had to go do with you the want penguin. to or are you going to go with the I, penguin? I'm going to go with the penguin. Can I get a drum roll? I don't know if that will pick up on the microphones. <laughs> uh, the correct, the the fiction was that penguins can run at seven. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I knew I was right there, going JG. out on a limb. Exactly. Starting I, it the same I, way we finished. I told you guys. I, I knew I was going out on a limb. I was don't, trying to get Don't belt me. There's, there's no Super Bowl okay. hangover with this guy. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's no. Okay. No, sir. Yeah, just no, ask sir. Andy Reid. I was trying to get cheap to eat. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, they went to Super Bowl. Then, you know what? I'm the, I don't have time to explain it to you. Okay? <laughs> I don't have time to explain that to you. Well, I, bet, I will say I fixed it up. It was better than last week's, than last time. How fast do penguins run? 
I don't know. You didn't even look it up. Yeah, no. you got to at least know the real you answer. You feel like a real fool right now. Well, no. I mean, I told you. I, I thought that <laughs> your guys' answer was right, but I, I was going to go for the lead, man. Right, and it cost, you, and it cost it, you a it point. It did. That's okay. One point throughout the season, not that big of a deal. Uh, it's a once-a-week podcast. Yeah, man. Hey. Hey, I, I, I got you end up looking like Charles Leclerc behind Max Verstappen. <laughs> 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 Charles Leclerc. F1. F1, F1 reference. F1. What is F1? Oh, oh my goodness. Go watch Drive to Survive come back to us next week. Uncultured. You'll be obsessed. Uncultured. How about I'm not going to do it, and we'll just come back next week. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kind of like is. what Seth said. We can't make you watch it, but if you don't watch it, you know. I, I don't know what that is, you know, but I'm sure I'll check it out. Just, you know, like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Tell JG to watch oh. F1, and yeah. See you guys next week. Once I figure it out, I'll try my best to catch up with you guys. Sweet. All right, that's going to do it for Inside the Nest. We finally got our fact or fiction. We are on the board here in the fall 22-23 season. Jordan Griffith, Bryce Gobert, Brandon Sutton, Barkley Miller. It's been a great one. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, go Owls. Woody-hoo!